This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Won't tell you lies thin. I want smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. All right, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson. And if you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a trainer, but I got one of America's top trainers on the show today, Ben Greenfield, who has a new book out. When I interviewed him, this book had been out a whole eight hours. It's called Beyond Training and Mastering Endurance, Health, and Life. And if you're not familiar with Ben, you can uh, check him out at bengreenfieldfitness.com. He is an author, he's a speaker, he's an ex-bodybuilder, an Ironman triathlete, and his science-based approach to discovering a potent balance between health and performance has revolutionized the way thousands of athletes and exercise enthusiasts around the world live, train, and eat. Ben now works with athletes, CEOs, and soccer moms from around the world to achieve amazing feats of physical endurance without destroying their bodies in the process. He was voted by the National Strength and Conditioning Association as America's top personal trainer. He holds a master's degree in exercise physiology and biomechanics from the University of Idaho and is also a certified sports nutritionist and strength conditioning coach. Apparently, you know, just the, it keeps going and going. He has over a decade of experience training professionals, collegiate and recreational athletes from all sports, how to build healthy uh how to be healthy on the inside and also healthy on the outside. He also coaches people from all ages, from all backgrounds for performance, fat loss, nutrition, lifestyle management, and wellness. Basically, he's all that and a bag of chips. And uh, with that, I say, Ben, thanks for coming on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me on, David. And um, yeah, I, I am grounded in Austin, Texas, but of all the cities in Texas, I think this is one of the cooler ones to be stranded in, so I'm happy. <laughs> and as we speak, the book Beyond Training, Mastering Endurance, Health, and Life has just come out. I see it's brand new here on Amazon.com, so congratulations on that. Yeah, literally, and I, I'm I'm super stoked. I've I've already got a lot of emails and Facebook posts from people who say they're they're going to use it as uh, as kind of like their cookbook to change their lives from a health standpoint and and from a fitness and a and an eating standpoint. So I'm super stoked. 
So tell us a little bit about the new book. Yeah. Um, you know, for, for 10 years, I've been in the trenches training as, as initially a bodybuilder and a collegiate tennis player. And, you know, then on to playing water polo and, and played for the men's volleyball team. And, and we went all the way to, to nationals on that level. And, you know, now I'm, uh, I've been racing Ironman triathlons and I've done 70 plus triathlons all over the world. And I'm kind of getting into Spartan racing now. And, you know, it, it, it's been really a, a whirlwind of beating up my body, training my mind and trying to figure out every trick and biohack possible to get the most out of your body and mind, but to do it while still keeping your body healthy. And I found that a lot of these tactics kind of apply to both the the average everyday person who just wants to go to the gym, get a six pack, maybe look good in their swimsuit, you know, burn some fat, that type of thing to the people who want to really take things to the next level and maybe do a triathlon or, and, you know, onto the people who just want to maximize their mental productivity during the day, you know, like the hard charging business person. So, you know, I, I put together all my tips and, um, you know, 480 plus pages later, it's, it's, uh, it's all there and it's, it's split into fitness, nutrition, um, lifestyle, brain, and then recovery. So just a, a, a ton of really practical in the trenches tips for each section. I'm sitting here looking at the back of the book and one of the things that jumped out at me, cause I always, I hate working out because I always get strained and I hurt myself or whatever. You have 26 ways to recover quickly from workouts, injuries, and overtraining. Right. So are any of those that you could, uh, could share with us? Because I, I know I hate waking up and just feeling like a ballpark Frank. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, since, since I wrote it, I should have all 26 memorized, right? So let me tell you a cool one. Um, the, you you can you can go about one of two ways of doing this. I'll tell you both ways you could do it. But if you combine cold thermogenesis and compression, your legs are going to feel like a million bucks. Now, here's how this works. Um, for example, I'm standing right now. Now I stand all the time because it upregulates your fat burning enzymes. You, you may have seen the New York Times article last year that said, you know, is sitting killing you? And there's tons of research coming out nowadays showing that one of the best ways to rapidly amp up your cardiometabolic risk factors is to spend all day long sitting. So I stand. And I sometimes change positions. I'll put a leg up. I'll kind of lean against something. You know, I'll shift here and there. But for the most part, most of the day, whether I'm podcasting, writing, whatever, I stand. And a lot of my clients even take that to the next level. And they use a, they use one of these treadmill workstations. They'll walk at a very slow pace as they're Skyping, as they're making phone calls, as they're emailing. And many of them will get a few miles in a single day. And it helps with fat burning. It helps with mental productivity. It helps reduce your risk of having heart issues. And the, the, the problem with it is your legs can feel heavy at the end of the day. And you also have a, a little bit of a risk of getting veins in your legs like a Las Vegas waitress, you know, these, these clumped up varicose veins. So, um, what you do in, and I initially found this out from running and competing in races. And then I realized it works for this whole standing workstation hack is you want to, you want to get some, some compression garments. Now, th these are, these are literally like the, the old man socks that you might see at the, 
at the the health product store, but there are a variety of companies like Under Armour, Skins, um, 2XU. There's a bunch of them, and they make compression socks. They make full compression tights, like the ones I'm wearing right now. Um, they make compression shorts. And what this compression does is it pumps blood from your lower extremities to your heart so that you, you don't get that backful of blood, that pooling of blood in your, in your feet and in your legs. They don't feel heavy by the end of the day. You recover faster from your workouts and you recover better from a day of standing on your feet. Now, the cool thing is, is that if you combine this with cold, what you do is you not only enhance blood flow even more, but you also upregulate fat burning even more because your body is burning tons of calories to keep your muscles at their ideal body temperature. And the way that you do this is you get your, your compression gear, compression tights, compression socks, compression shorts, whatever it is, you know, kind of more than one way to skin that cat. If you wanted to take it to the nth level, compression tights would be the way to go. And you, you put uh, ice packs in a few slots, like uh, specifically back of your calves, um, front of your quads, and the back of your hamstrings. feels a little bit cold. And you can use Ziploc bags of ice. You could use ice packs whatever. It feels a little bit cold, but if you just do this at a few intervals throughout the day when you're standing, you burn a bunch of fat and your legs feel like a million bucks by the end of the day. There's one company I talk about in the book. Um, I don't remember where they're based out of. They're, they're a U.S. company. I don't remember what state they're out of, but it's called 110%. And this company actually makes compression gear with sleeves in it. And you can put ice, uh, packs that come with the compression gear into these sleeves that are strategically located like on your hamstrings your quads and your calves and you can ice as you're standing there so you're you're burning fat you're increasing recovery you're compressing the muscles you're getting all the benefits mentally and physically of standing and um that's just one of the of the 26 tips in the in the recovery chapter one of the things that i know myself and in people in my audience often struggle with is motivation and actually staying focused and being able to to get off the couch again and again and again and again and, and really stay motivated. Do you have any tips on that? Yeah, the the thing with motivation is um, I really like to use apps, reminders, things of that nature to to really get myself on track. So there's 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 two things that I've found to be really useful. One's a little bit woo-woo and one's a little bit more practical. So uh, are, are you familiar with, um, with uh, the app Lyft, which is a, like a cell phone app that, that will uh, – you, you can also sync it to your computer, but it's primarily used on smartphones. Yeah, I'm familiar with that, and I just found a new one that might actually be a little better. Okay, so Lyft basically is a social accountability app in which you you say what it is that you want to achieve. You know, for me, for example, one of them is play guitar three times a week, and I'm actually part of a community of other people who are wanting to to do that same thing, to play guitar. And the app helps to keep you accountable and, and to log what it is that you're doing each day and to kind of give yourself a slap on the back when you accomplish what it is that you want to accomplish. Um, before I tell you the more woo-woo way you can do this, though, what's the app that you found that's better than Lyft? It's actually called Way of Life, and it's a little different than Lyft. It, you set up your, your goals, and you basically can go in and say, yes, you did it, or no, you, mm. you didn't. 
And what it gives you the ability to do is skip because there are those times when you it's not an accident that you didn't do something. Maybe you only want to do something Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Well, what do you do on Tuesday and Thursday? So it does give you the ability to purposely skip different habits on different days. But now the thing about it, maybe it's not as good because it does lack that social accountability factor that I really love. Yeah, exactly. Which is huge. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. You actually, you have to be a little bit careful with social accountability because some research shows that the simple act of announcing that you're going to do something can give you the same satisfaction as if you'd done it. And what that means is like, if you say, okay, everybody, uh, you know, all my Facebook friends, I'm going to run a 5k that can actually give you the same satisfaction as if you'd actually run the 5K and may actually come back to nip you in the bud because you might, by the time the 5K rolls around, be like, eh, I said I was going to do it. I already got some of that satisfaction. I'm going to leave this one on the back burner. So you got to be a little bit careful. But ultimately, writing stuff down, sharing it, and using, um, giving yourself a, a little win every day by being able to check something off, um, that, that's a really good way to do it. And for the most part, I think social accountability does more good than harm. As long as you know that even that if you tell everybody that you're going to do something, <laughs> you still have to actually do it. Um, the other thing that, and, and I, I talk about some of these mental hacks, mental tricks in the book. One of them that I talk about is something called neuro-linguistic programming or, or NLP. Have you heard of this one? I've heard of NLP, but I've never been able to get any kind of information in an easy to digest format. It's always, from what I understand, it's kind of a way of of training your brain, but I've never had it described easily. Yeah, it's it's actually, you know, it's it's conceptually pretty simple. You're you're simply training your your subconscious. You're you're like reprogramming your subconscious to change a, a movement pattern. So let's say that you crave food late at night. You crave, you crave candy bars late at night and you want to change that habit. So what you do is you, uh, and, and typically an NLP practitioner would help walk you through this, but you can kind of sort of do it yourself. What you do is you imagine a situation in which you were really craving a candy bar at night or whatever your weakness is, chocolate, red wine, popcorn, you know, whatever. You imagine a situation in which you were really craving that at night and you you imagine a situation in which you gave in to that situation. You gave in, you ate it, you stuffed your face, you had chocolate smeared all over your face and, you know, you're, you're, you're you know, eating at 10 p.m. And you just imagine how you felt, you know, what was it, guilty, low satisfaction, that type of thing. And then what you do is you you shove that into, you know, say you've got your eyes closed, you you take that, you snap a mental picture of it and you shove it up into the left corner of your brain. So you got that little freeze frame up in the left corner of your brain. Then you bring in a, a, a new frame. And in this one, you are, you're not overeating late at night. You've had a nice, healthy, nutritious dinner, maybe a big salad with some, with some wild caught fish and some olive oil and maybe some walnuts and you feel great and you you feel energized, but you also, you know, you're, you're ready to wrap things up at night, ready to, to hit the sack for a good night of sleep. And you don't even want the chocolate bar or the candy or this snack you've been craving. Um, you feel satisfied, you feel healthy, you feel nourished, you feel vibrant. And you, you snap that freeze frame and you throw it up into the right corner of your brain. 
Okay, so you got the you got the bad frame up in the left corner. You have the, you have the good frame up in the right corner. And then what you do is you you pull that left image down and you imagine it just getting whisked away super duper far like this tiny, tiny pixel on the horizon. At the same time, you imagine that one from the right corner coming down and just filling up your whole image, filling up your whole head with these feelings of satisfaction of you having made the right choice. And typically in neurolinguistic programming, when you when you're in that imagined situation where you are deeply and richly imagining the, the good thing, typically there's a physical anchor that you do right when you're imagining that. Like it might be making a fist. It might be uh, a really common one is you grab your thumb and you just hold your thumb with all four of your other fingers. And that's your physical anchor that you're going to rely on, you know, the next time you, you crave candy at night. So you do that a few times. You, you bring the bad picture in, shove it out to the horizon, bring the good picture in, make it fill up your whole head, bring the bad picture in, shove it to the horizon, bring the good picture in, make it fill up your whole head. And you do that like five or six times, start to reprogram your brain, reprogram your neural circuitry. And every time you bring that good picture in, you, you pull on your thumb and you, you, uh, you make that physical anchor. Now, once you've done that, the next time that you are, say, standing in your kitchen at 10 p.m. at night and you know that there's a Snickers bar in the in the fridge or maybe your favorite brand of, of dark chocolate up in the pantry, you close your eyes, you pull that anchor, you imagine the nourishment, the satisfaction, the feel-good feeling of maybe not eating all that sugar and the, and the healthy stuff you had earlier, and then uh, you go to bed. And that, in a nutshell, is NLP. And that, you know, that, that's a little bit more woo, a little bit more out there, but you can use that type of thing to reprogram and to do something like motivate yourself to start exercise, to get into movement patterns, that type of thing. Now, my audience in many cases has children that they're chasing around. We've got uh, businesses that we're running. We've got a lot of irons in the fire and we know that we should be eating better. We know we should be exercising more, but it always comes down to a, a matter of time. So how do, how do you go about getting nutritious food when there's just so little time it seems so easy just to go through the drive-through window well here's the here's my problem is i'm a busy guy i've got i've got twin boys um i'm i'm running a few different businesses i'm training for these triathlons and stuff and i want that nutrient density you know all the amino acids and fatty acids and micronutrients and greens and all those things that i know are going to be really nourishing for every cell in my body but i just don't have time sometimes to to go and make you know whatever um you know let's let's say like you know, cook up a, a grass-fed steak with a big salad and, 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 you know, baked potato, you know, baked sweet potato or something like that, or to, you know, make some, some complex, you know, ancestral meal like bone broth or, you know, or liver or something along those lines. And I still want that nutrient density. So what I did in this book in particular is put together meals that athletes and busy people and folks who are exercising and people who just want to want to move around but not take a lot of time to prepare meals can do. For example, you know, one of the recipes is the shake that I have every single morning that I designed specifically to address every single nutrient need of your body. Like you could live off this shake and it would be all kind of like, you know, soylent green or whatever it is. Like it, it would be all that you would need if if you ate it like three times a day. Not that I expect anyone to go out there and eat a shake three times a day, 365 days a year. But 
what you do is you take a, you take a bunch of dark leafy greens, preferably kale, but you could also do spinach or bok choy or Swiss chard or mustard greens or something like that. Big handful of that. Toss that in the blender. About three to four Brazil nuts, and you toss those in the blender. Uh, about a teaspoon or so of cinnamon, and you toss that in. Uh, you use about half an avocado, and you throw that in. Now, for your, your milk, you want to use some coconut milk because that's got a lot of what are called medium-chain triglycerides in it, which, are, which is the type of fat that makes your body burn fat. So you do about four to six ounces of coconut milk just you know for whatever texture that you prefer. Um, you want to do a little bit of protein powder. You could use a nice whey protein powder or a pea protein powder. There's even like hemp protein, uh, rice protein. You put that in there. Um, and then you blend that up. Now, once that's blended, I add a, a couple more things, a little handful of almonds or walnuts, a handful of dark cacao nibs, which if you haven't had them before are delicious and chock full of antioxidants. You can buy them off Amazon, but they're just organic cacao nibs with this awesome crunch. And then a handful of unsweetened coconut flakes for a little bit more texture stir all this into a into a mug or a bowl i mix mine thick enough to where i can eat it with a spoon anyways though once you get it down that takes about five minutes to make you can eat it while you're replying to emails or you know talking on the phone and that's that's one example of the 40 different meals i have in there that are extremely nutrient dense that are going to support high levels of physical and mental activity, but that are easy to make. And the beauty of that is typically the more nutritious the food is, the longer you can go without having to go snack on something. Oh, it's amazing. I'll, I'll have, I'll have that at like 9am and I'm good to go till about 3pm in the afternoon. Not, you know, I don't, I don't need any snacks or anything and I'll just jam. So um, you know, and so that'll, that'll give me a good, depending on what I'm doing for the day, you know, if I'm exercising that morning or whatever, it'll give me four to six hours of energy easily. Now, lately I've been really getting into fitness apps. I'm always trying out new things, anything to keep me focused on staying fit, getting off the couch, et cetera, et cetera. Do you have any, uh, I know we mentioned Lyft and I mentioned the, uh, the other one. Do you have any apps that, uh, you use on a regular basis? Oh, let's see. For apps, there's another really, really good one. This is one that I wake up to every single morning. It's it's called the Sweet Beat app. Now, what the Sweet Beat app is, is it measures the strength of your nervous system when you wake up. It tells you whether you are stressed out and producing a lot of cortisol or whether you are in a relaxed, restored state and you're kind of ready to tackle the day. So, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit of a different kind of app in that you have to wear a heart rate monitor when you use it. So I roll over out of bed in the morning. I put on my heart rate monitor, which will transmit my, my heart signals to the phone. And I turn on the phone and I just lay there for five minutes while it takes a, a reading. And that reading is invaluable to me because it tells me whether or not my body is in kind of that running from a lion mode, whether it's in a rest mode. And sometimes you'd be surprised because um, the app will give you data that shows that your nervous system is really beat up. And I've found that if I ignore that data, if I say, eh, I feel all right, I'm going to go do my thing and work out hard today and really push it. But if I push through that, I've found that with about 95 to 100% accuracy within around three to four days, I get injured or I get sick, or I get extremely stressed out. 
And if I listen to it and back off and say, let's say it says I'm stressed out. So I say, okay, today I'm not going to lift weights. I'm going to do something really easy like yoga or an easy walk. I'm going to cancel one of my phone calls tonight so that I'm able to get to bed a little bit earlier and work a little less. And I'm going to do something to reward myself, you know, like maybe lie outside in the sunshine for lunch and just kind of relax and watch the clouds flow by. That is extremely valuable. And so, so it's a heart rate variability app. And that, that one is made by a company called Sweetbeat. There's a few others out there. I know uh, Azumio is another company that makes kind of like a stress controlling or a stress measuring app. But I'm a big fan of those. And they all measure something called heart rate variability. Not heart rate, but heart rate variability. And they're really, really cool. And, you know, professional European soccer teams have been using them for years to help their their soccer players to know when they're rested and ready to recover. And now the general population is starting to find out about these things because they're showing up in smartphones. And what was Sweetbeat? What was the one that was? That one that I use is made by a company called Sweetbeat. Yeah. Excellent. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, Ben, I want to thank you so much. I realize you're you're sitting there stuck in uh, Austin, and I'm glad you were able to piece this part something together so we could get on Skype and, and talk to each other. Uh, your website is bengreenfieldfitness.com. Uh, any other websites? Is, is that basically the place they should go? And, yeah, that's it. Uh, so, yeah, beyondtrainingbook.com and, and bengreenfieldfitness.com are a couple of hubs you can use to, to get a little more advice from me, and I, I always like to help people out. Well, Ben, I know you've had a a rough day with uh, planes and such, and uh, congratulations on the book launch today. And uh, where is home for you? Uh, Home for me is Washington State. Well, best of luck getting back there, and thanks again for coming on the show. All right. Thanks, David. And there you go. What a super nice guy. It's the first time I've ever actually talked to him in person. I've uh, exchanged emails and things like that. Uh, Again, you can find him. We mentioned those websites. He's also got a podcast. He's called The Get Fit Guy. And that's over at quickanddirtytips.com. You can find him in uh, iTunes. Let me just read you the back of the book here. The best two ways to build fitness fast without destroying your body. Underground training tactics for maximizing workout efficiency. The best biohacks for enhancing mental performance and entering the zone. Know-how with laser-like accuracy, whether your body has truly recovered. Uh, 26 ways to recover quickly from workouts, injuries, and overtraining. The 25 most important blood and saliva biomakers, I'm sorry, biomarkers, and how to test them. Five essential elements of training that most athletes neglect. Seven stress-fighting weapons to make your body-mind connection bulletproof. Proven systems to enhance sleep, eliminate insomnia, and conquer jet lag. 40 high-calorie nutrient-dense meals that won't destroy your metabolism. Easy tools for customizing your carbs, proteins, and fats for your unique body. Nine ways to fix a broken gut, detox your body, and create a toxin-free life. A complete system to safeguard your immune system and stomach. And simple time efficiency tips for balancing training, work, travel, and family. And again, the website for the book is beyondtrainingbook.com. If you want more information on that, if you plan on buying the book, uh, do us a favor, go out to logicalloss.com forward slash support and use the Amazon link there and we'll get a small commission on the book sale. So thanks again to Ben. Thank you so much for you, for listening. And um, I should chime in here. I, you know, for my third week, again, just kind of holding my own. And so I've been using the uh, 
that uh, app that name is escaping me again here, the uh, way of life. And it does really kind of put things into perspective because I can see here in, in this case, red and green, that in my case, I sent my text, I sent my text, I sent my wife a text message, six out of seven days, that was good. Um, I did not eat fast food five out of seven days, that was good. Uh, I was only under my calories though. So I'm eating like, again, it doesn't matter if you eat a mountain of raisins, it's still a mountain of raisins. Uh, I got my 10,000 steps in uh, 50-50 and I had a couple days without a pop, so I'm uh, on the right track for that. But again, need to kind of step up my game. So that's where I'm at. And um, also if you want to, if you're looking for accountability, go over to LogicalLosers.com. That's our accountability club, much cheaper than Weight Watchers, and uh, we meet every Monday at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time, and if you can't get there at that time, you can still hear the phone call. So thanks so much for everybody for supporting the show. Thanks again to Ben, and uh, let me remind you that just because you can't rewrite the beginning of your life doesn't mean you can't rewrite the ending. So thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Won't tell you lies thin.